What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Music Corner with State Awaits. I'm Nate. It's your boy, Trent. And I'm Sebastian. And today, we are back, better than ever, as always, with the new tunes for the people like you. Let's get on into it here with our six new albums. Starting off with a new album here from Acid Arab, uh, Troyes? Troyes? I don't really know how exactly to pronounce it, but what I do know is that this album was absolutely fantastic i was wildly impressed with this um i don't remember exactly what week this one came out during but i do remember that when uh when i had seen this uh and only known that it was going to be some sort of like electronic-y ish kind of type thing i was like okay you know maybe it'll be good i've been listening to a lot of shit this year or at least things that really do not um go along with anything i would typically listen to or have all three of us talk about on the podcast because it's like all these indie folk shit and like some boring ambient shit, whatever. It's just not worth it. We have better things to review or worse rather. Um, but this, I was like, you know, didn't have any expectations at all. And this is just, I got to say one of the most interesting albums I've ever listened to because it just combines like, you know, like this Arabian kind of music with like electronic elements, right? Just fuses it together and it just feels like some whole new style and genre of electronic music that I'm just like still kind of grasping, you know, because it's just like so new, so fresh for me. And uh, honestly, for that week too specifically, it really did add some flavor to it. Like I listened to this twice actually in the same day. I was like that impressed to hear songs like uh, I think it's like a Dana Dana. Um, Yama, Yamala uh, Habayatak I know I'm probably butchering these a lot uh, Emo, I can say that, but it's probably not pronounced Emo um, But like, it just has really cool variations of like these like, you know, cool electronic moments With like, the Arabian style of music And then like, these vocals from like, you know Artists I, I sure as hell have never heard of before Like, Sheb Halim Wael Alkaka Kem, I can't, you know, I can't, I'm trying here, but nevertheless, it is great, it is very enjoyable, and even for an album that's like 52 minutes and 10 songs, you'd think it would drag, but with how just interesting it is to me, it really does capture me a lot more than like, surprisingly, any of these other albums this week that we're talking about, even like the more popular ones, so... It was really cool. It's something that's definitely going to stick around probably for, like, the top ten albums of the year. But, you know, who knows? It's still pretty early. Um, It's an eight and a half out of ten for me. And currently is my favorite album of the year. I'm being completely honest. It was wildly good. So, going to have to look into these guys more. And you should definitely check out this album from me. Uh, Sebastian. Uh, I, I definitely agree with a lot of what you said here. I enjoy the sound quite a bit. On this album, I think the production is pretty damn good. Uh, sometimes I would say just a little bit like flat for me. Not to say it's like bad or anything. It just didn't pop in certain other ways. Like, you know, the bass wasn't as booming in some tracks over others. Nothing too bad. Just obviously this is just kind of nitpicky of me here. Um, but it just kind of sounds almost like basic house, uh, if anything. Uh, I've heard a lot of this type of music from back when I worked in a Mediterranean kitchen. And, <laughs> that's fair. And that's I've, fair. I've listened to a good amount of it. Obviously, I don't really know a lot of names or anything. Now, but... do you, was it like this with like the more electronic yeah. stuff? Oh, really? Yeah, it, it sounded it sounded very just like house uh, instrumental, and there were like Arabian house, basically. Yeah, 
and then there were more uh there were just more like there were more just I would say like upbeat songs as well and then also more traditional pieces that I heard as well in the kitchen uh, and honestly all of it sounded really cool I definitely want to dive into this area of the world and their music uh, quite a bit because I, I think there's just a lot of cool stuff you can derive from it and use in different genres such as like you know EDM in this case yeah. slash house or like even like metal because I know like some of these scales people will use like I knew tool uses some of these uh kind of like scales and stuff i'll shut up about american <laughs> music for now but uh it's pretty good yeah fucking tool. <laughs> uh but yeah it's very well placed uh i just feel like some of it's just a little bit sterile for me um honestly if you really like this kind of sound and you want to get more into it just check out any song honestly uh if there's anything bad for me it's just a little bit repetitive but it's not like so bad that's unlistenable like i said this is a 52 minute album and i was not bored I will say I was just a little bit just like a little bit underwhelmed at times, but I was not like really clamoring to turn this album off by any means. Uh, but yeah, definitely a nice addition to the week. I would like to hear more music like this in the future. That way we can kind of just expand our sonic right. palettes, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm giving this one a six and a half out of ten. Alrighty, Trent? Yeah, honestly, this electronic stuff i don't really get around to too often um i know like uh what was the album we had last year it was the like the really well-known house artist um Drake. um uh uh i don't know dude did we do the flume album no no I was gonna say it's a black and white album cover but that really doesn't fucking narrow Ooh, it down which one? <laughs> <laughs> all right Either way. Either way. Um, yeah, this this style I think is really, really cool. I agree with both of your guys' points that, um, especially Sebastian's about, like, listening to s- this type of stuff from, like, from around the world uh, is really cool to get, like, some different perspectives and, like, the different scales that you can mm-hmm. use. Um, really fucking awesome. Uh, again, not bored as well, like everybody else. I was surprised to hear that this is your favorite album of the year currently. It, it, it really is. I which just is really I because you you told us you're like yeah I might have a, a really really good album here mm-hmm. when you sent it in the chat and I was like oh okay my my guess was it was going to be another album that we're going to talk about oh, might um, be in the title of the episode already oh, who knows um, but yeah uh, hearing hearing some vocals from some of these people uh, Nate already tried to pronounce them I'm not going to be much <laughs> better so. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, really, really cool. I really want to know where Sayerat 303 Part 1 is, though. Uh, <laughs> where is it? We lost it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's awesome. Uh, we had that... Oh, who was that one guy that contacted us to uh, have us review his album when we did it? Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. It no. was that um that one, in, like, indie alternative artist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, like, it kind of reminded me of that, because I was like, it's it's so cool to see the uh, that other side that of the world that we don't really see. You know, we didn't really talk about. Yeah, that was. Oh my god. Wait, it was in our general chat. Oh yeah, Oktaf. Oktaf yeah. Canis. Oktaf yeah. Canis, yeah. So if you're listening to this, shout out to that guy. Really, really cool. Um, yeah. And I was really. That's exactly what I thought of when I was listening to this. And it's, it's kind of cool that, you know, we kind of remember that stuff mm-hmm. uh, from the past. But yeah, overall, I gave it. Why don't we give it a Music Corner 7? Uh, I thought it was really chill, really awesome. So. Good, good job to uh, Asset Arab right here. Good some shit. Hell yeah. All right. Well, moving along here, we got an album from uh, Jonathan Lindor, 96, uh, Sugar World. Trent, 
go over right ahead and start us off. Oh, I can't wait. This is <laughs> um, if first off, if you're a fan of Little Peep, uh, here's your shit right here. If if you know Young Lean, here he is. Literally, <laughs> this is Young Lean. This is Young Lean. Well, you said Young Lean's side project. Yeah, this is like his actual name. I don't know how he categorizes his music or anything yeah. like what's his main what's his side but this is a project nevertheless yeah. it's it's definitely definitely interesting um starting off with nightmare amusement amusement park i don't know if i know where that riff is from but it sounds so fucking familiar uh <laughs> sugar world the uh title track here it everything is just really fucking weird it's almost like a a decent trip is what I would is, trip. is what I would put this album to. Okay. Not too bad. Not too bad. Not too it's it's decent. It's right in the middle. It'll do. It'll it'll do. You know what? It, it's like uh oh, what's the what's the trip sequence in Pick a Destiny? Uh, you, oh, shit. Well, if you ever seen the Pick a Destiny, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Going on to like Swedish Elvis Storm Rivers of Rivers of Another Town was really the song that stuck out for me because of the way that he is singing in that it really didn't fucking catch with me uh but blue light if i'm born i have to live in july like it's for a short album as it is what it's barely look at the album here it's like 20 something minutes 20 yeah. 20 something minutes um it, 33 33 oh is it 33 <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was gonna go. say it's just around a half hour for what it's worth um and the uh, album cover being a little bit of a meme because it's just funny to look at it's yeah fucking, open mouth uh i'm putting this on the same level of coaches uh this is a negative one for me <laughs> uh, uh where i still found enjoyment and i want to li- my second listen was when uh on the ride here was we were in smashing i had to listen to it and it, we were just cracking up the whole time and like really picking out like some things that you know he was picking out some things that i didn't think of when i was listening to it but we it, it's still a good time and i honestly would recommend listening to it um because it's just fucking it's chill um but yeah things that i didn't like vocals here and there were a little wacky um the backing tracks i absolutely loved those were cool like just got some chill beats some of the interesting guitar choices in the songs i don't know if he was playing guitar there or not but it kind of reminded me of uh was it lil wayne <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah kind of reminded me of that but no overall um negative one out of ten kind of funny but i also i probably would come back to it if i needed something to listen to it's kind of kind of fun so just the the, the meme rating basically it's a meme rating the yeah. meme rating I, yeah honestly though i get my original rating was five out of ten okay. Uh, just, okay just right in the middle so but i gotta give it the meme rating for sure yeah um i, I it sounds like this is gonna be like the exact case as it was with coaches <laughs> because you guys like loved it like i like ironically you're just like yeah this is a good time and everything and i'm glad you know that's awesome but like again with me though like the coaches thing i j- no no like i really could not fathom his vocals on this one young lean is definitely an acquired taste in general with his young lean project as in lean, as in lean. <laughs> um like it is definitely an acquired taste and i've even like tried to give him a listen uh such as this album from last year we didn't cover it but like i did listen to it i think it was like a mixtape or something and it had fka twigs as the big lead feature for one of the songs really yeah he must got some money he (laughs) was a little bit i'll give out he also he's been on nardwar he's been on a nardwar interview so like he's he's 
it's got a following. Um, but uh, I just I don't understand uh, the big following behind us because you guys aren't alone. Like I, I know Smash. I know you haven't given yours yet, but we talked about it earlier. I know like there's some ironic enjoyment, but there is truly a following for this music where they I almost would think unironically like it, which I'm like. <laughs> Who knows? Just, hey, hey, there probably is some people that do. I don't know. Like, right. There's some blurred lines there between. <laughs> I, 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 between you know, the I know you want bases. it. I know you yeah. want it. You know. Yeah. Um, but this is definitely. Uh, I guess you could say another acquired taste because, I, I sure, like the instrumentation is fine. It feels very like, you know. I don't know, like an attempt at house dancey kind of thing, you know, but like very low key, I would say in this case, uh, given that his vocals really don't amp you up or anything. In fact, it might make you sleepy. At least it made me a little, a little tired after listening to it. And it's only 33 yeah. minutes as we have established oh, a little honk me, me, me in this case. Cause I'm not enjoying this personally, but um, yeah, I mean, I, it, everything kind of just blended together for me, like going from like July to open to sugar world. I was just like, Oh, okay. It's three different songs, but his voice, his very monotone voice just doesn't do anything for me. And, uh, it's definitely not my favorite album of the year at all. It probably may, it might make the worst unless we get some big shitters this year. But <laughs> as of, as of right now, uh, yeah, this is a three and a half out of 10 for me. I just, uh, I can't Mr. get behind Mr. it. And the big shitters. <laughs> Mr. Yeah. <laughs> That's his big breakthrough. Um, but yeah, Sebastian. Uh, yeah, uh, Jonathan Leendoer96, uh, thank you for giving me this piece to uh, listen to. Um, <laughs> it's definitely a piece uh, of music that I enjoy very much, but not for the right reasons. Um, I I definitely think there are some really cool parts of this album. I genuinely think the guitar tone and some of the atmospheric instrumentals that are kind of around this, uh, let's just say, less than emotive voice. Uh, I find them to be very calming, very rock-heavy. Uh, sometimes, like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, this could be right on, like, a Def Leppard song. Uh, but then I realize, like, oh, wait, this guy has no emotion to his voice whatsoever. Young Lean and um, Def Leppard are now in the same universe, dude. Honestly, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to put this in the same category as like a Van Weezer, where it's like the instrumentals are all there, yeah. but the voice just yeah. does not fit at all. Um, and honestly, I, I'm going to give a lot of respect here to Young Lean, just because he's trying something, and even though it's not panning out the way at least he thinks it is, I commend him heavily for trying 100 percent um you know it, it takes a lot just to make something and <laughs> he did it um <laughs> i'm not gonna say <laughs> did a good job with it um the instrumentals like i said they're pretty good vocals i just i wish uh he decided to use uh someone else other than nav as his inspiration um i would say if there are any good songs uh, if you like this kind of thing you might like the whole album because it really doesn't change vocally or instrumentally for that matter. Um, yeah, if there is anything bad, I would have to say pretty much all of it. Uh, it just very much the most oil-water kind of combo you can think of. Uh, if anything, I guess 
it's going to be definitely one of my favorites in the So Bad It's Good category. Unless we get, like, another Cochise this year, uh, this one's going to be in, like, the mid-tier of, you know, So Bad It's Good with a negative 5 out of 10. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot, but I don't think I will enjoy it so much like Cochise where I'll come back if I'm, like, having a bad day and, like, put it on just to make me feel better. It's like, you're talking about, like, the oil and water combo. It makes me, like, think of uh, how we talked about... um, Oh my god, who was it? We literally just did a freaking album. Now I can't fucking think of it. I'm so mad. Which one? Um, Lil Yachty. How like he tried that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like that yeah. one worked. This is now we're good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but hey, you know it's experimentation. Sometimes yeah, it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I never, I never will discredit an artist for trying. If they don't try. Then that's the issue. <laughs> One, yeah, exactly. But um, all right, yeah, there you have it. Moving along, we got a new album here from Young Fathers. Heavy, heavy. Sebastian, start it out. I'm not gonna lie. I thought I was gonna hate this at first. I really did, and I did not. Is that like based on the album cover alone? No, oh. uh, the album cover actually really intrigued me. I was, okay. yeah. I was like full in for it. I'm, you know how I am. I like weird shit, and I saw this album cover, and I'm like whoa why why does this look the way it does like why is it like so uncanny like why are his like mouth and teeth so yeah like his mouth and teeth like they just look so like superimposed over and that's kind of like how they how the rest of their album covers look like the mouth teeth and eyes kind of look super like realistic but then the rest is almost like an oil painting uh but yeah it's really cool i like this album cover i thought it was gonna be uh industrial if anything, I mean, there's kind of elements there, but it's more like drum and bass, if anything. And sometimes, like, there's, you know, a bit of this uh, kind of, like, reggae kind of sound, I would say. Uh, I know they're from, uh, I think they're from, like, Scotland? Yeah, they're Scottish band. Yeah, yep. Scottish, yeah. So I was not expecting this sound to come from Scotland from any means. I, I thought this was going to be, like from like where i'm from in the caribbean and i'm like oh wait no this is not that no. <laughs> but yeah when i first saw rice i was kind of like worried i'm like uh, uh will i like this and then uh drum came on i really liked that one uh holy moly was really good as well there were just a lot of really cool just sound choices uh there was a song on here I believe that was i think it was uh holy moly or sink or swim one of the two it was so off time and I don't know if it was intentional or not, but like everything was just super off time. And if it was intentional, I give them a lot of credit because they stuck with whatever kind of timing they were going for the whole time. Uh, but if it wasn't, maybe it was like a post-production thing where they just accidentally unsynced it. I don't know. There was just some weird, weird uh, timing issues on that one. And um, speaking of like kind of weird issues, the endings of the songs on this one kind of end either really abruptly, kind of like uh, the Jonathan Lean Doers uh, <laughs> songs, where they just end super abruptly and out of nowhere, or just kind of like have a really anticlimactic end to an otherwise really good song. Uh, Be Your Lady at the end. I was kind of hoping that would be like a good summation of the album, which it started off to be, but by the end, it kind of just flatlined. Um, kind of flatter than like B.O.B.'s career after airplanes like Ew. wild uh but yeah it's overall pretty good uh, I mentioned some good songs there uh if anything I guess like you know 
don't expect like it's anything metal or industrial if you were to pick up this album because the album cover will tell you that but it's not which <laughs> is cool I, I think it's a cool little subversion of expectations but yeah don't expect anything heavy coming from this uh but yeah, overall, I'm, I'm giving this one an 8 out of 10 just because I did download all these songs. It's just, like I said, some of these endings are just a little bit whack, but at least I found enjoyment from them, and I definitely want to look more from this band later on. For sure. Trent? Yeah, I'm kind of I'm in the same boat. Um, I will say I, I loved how, like, this is air quotes, how real it was. It sounded like one of those things. Um I didn't. I don't really know how to explain that, um, but yeah. Overall, uh, like you said with the endings, that's how I felt as well. I'm sad I forgot to mention that on the on the Jonathan album because <laughs> we were joking about that in the car. There's an end. Yeah, I love we. Like <laughs> going back to that album really quick. Sebastian, I were the car ended, but because it's you know that Apple CarPlay, so it just restarts. And Sebastian's like, "Oh, okay, got another." I'm like, "No, that's a." that's the same song it's the end of the <laughs> album he's like okay that's what i thought hold on because <laughs> the the last song just fucking ended um but no this young father's one love love the album art um and i just actually took a look at their other stuff and it's kind of the same and i and i really really like that because it's really eerie and i thought the same thing it was intriguing because when i looked at it uh to put it on my playlist for my albums of uh for the week i was like this is this is a little whack. I thought we were gonna get like a ministry sound almost, like you said that industrial shit. Um, but no, overall, really, really fucking cool. Uh, I think I give it. I want to be giving it a seven. Uh, little music corner seven there. Uh, for a beginning of the year, hearing this type of stuff, really, really excited to hear what we have for the rest of the year. Uh, the intro song Rice, thought it was really good for an intro song. Shoot me down. Classic. <laughs> classic. classic didn't play a classic <laughs> but yeah for again you know some an album with this length thought it was perfect I and mean, we had another half hour album here fucking cool hell yeah yeah young fathers i'm uh, a little bit familiar with i listened to their uh, white men or black men 2 album uh from 2015 before and i thought that i was like a really different, you know, sort of album. It's got, like, the whole elements of, like, you know, indie and lo-fi, hip-hop, and a little bit industrial in there, too, as well. And uh, I never really listened to their other stuff. Not that I just didn't want to. I just never really got around to it. And, uh, you know, seeing that they come out with an album here, I was like, oh, shit, okay, that's cool. I think this is, like, their first one in five years or so. You know, it's been a while since we heard of them. They came out with singles last year and didn't really, like, listen to them because, quite honestly, I didn't know that they had, like, singles out. I just heard that, like, they were dropping this year. I think it was from the uh, the Fantano video where, like, he was talking about his most anticipated albums of the year. And I was like, oh, shit, okay, yeah, cool. We're living in it. I'm living in an era where Young Fathers is still coming out with records. So that'll be cool to see what they sound like. And this album, yeah, it was a really solid listen. It was really different as well. Um, I, I like how tribal to me that, like, it sounded, like, throughout the entire thing. It was really, like, another different sort of sound for me, much like the... Uh, Acid Arab album that we were talking about earlier. It just like really like it, it's really cool to just like listen to something as different as that. Tribal is a good way to put it, it right? Yeah, it it, it was. It felt very tribal, and I was like, I and I know that that's not how their other stuff sounded at all. At least that album. So like I don't know, maybe like in between that one album, Coco Sugar had a 
the tribal sound to it, but this one for sure did. And um, yeah, I got to say, like looking at the album cover too, I was expecting something a little bit more eerie, but in fact, it almost seems like a little uplifting if I'm going to be completely honest. I mean, maybe I didn't really dig deep into the lyrics, so like maybe there's some more deeper meaning to this whole thing, but I mean... Still a great listen, you know. Uh, I Saw was definitely my favorite one on this whole album. Uh, I also enjoyed Drum and Tell Somebody. Um, I do remember that, like, the whole, uh, the whole, uh, everyone was being off, you know, and just (laughs) sounded a little bit messy, but, like, I mean, hey, the artisticness there. There you go. Um, I, yeah, it was a great album. I really enjoyed it. I could definitely see this coming into my uh, top albums of the year. Uh, it's an 8 out of 10 for me. And, yeah, check out Young Fathers, for real. They are doing some cool-ass shit. But, yeah, there you have it. We're at the halfway point now. Before we continue, though, let's have a word from our sponsor. And we're back. All right. Hopping into it now with a uh, debut album from Ray titled My 21st Century Blues. Trent, take it away. This is a debut album? This is. This is one of the best debut albums I've ever heard. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, shit. I was not expecting that from you. Damn. No. So, getting into it. Oh, yeah, I know. Sebastian, you're sure. Sebastian's getting hype right now over here. <laughs> so, here's the thing, right? Those first three songs, excluding the intro, which I thought the intro was really, really cool because uh, it kind of set up the whole like bluesy factor because what? It's 21st century blues. Yeah. 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 Um, my 21st my 21st well hers because uh, oh, it's not mine uh, but no <laughs> going into those first three songs I was like this is why I hate British people <laughs> uh, honestly I, I'll get to it but I get it I get it what? well <laughs> <laughs> no because well <laughs> Don't worry about no, it's, it. <laughs> yeah, they're going to go, yeah, can we, we'll take an interview, but just exclude Trent. Um, <laughs> no, it, it's it's the way, it's not the way that they sound, but it's the way that they put things together. Um, it's it, it's really hard to kind of explain, ooh, explain that. Um, because, like, Oscar-winning tears hard, hard, hard out here and black mascara, um, it it started off really, really slow for me. And I, I understand it for an intro for the album. That's fine. Uh, and then you get into escapism with Oh seven Oh shake, which completely changed the fucking album. And then everything else after that was a banger. Uh, thrill is gone. Banger classic. Never played it. Ice cream (laughs) man. And then you get into body dysmorphia and environmental anxiety, which were the two hardest hitting tracks I've heard this year and probably for a long time uh, because they, they just felt so from the heart, you know, it's one of those, one of those things where like you can tell that the artist is putting their own experiences into the music. And I was like, that's really, really awesome. Uh, And to have that sort of thing on a debut is what completely changed my outlook on the album. Uh, And then I don't know who this uh, Mahalia uh, feature is on uh, Five Star Hotels. I don't know if that's somebody that's big or not. Um, maybe it's another British person. <laughs> he doesn't like him, so that's okay. No. <laughs> uh, we got anything here, Nate, or no? No, I have. No? I've never heard of her either. Never heard of her. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, 
Uh, cool song though. Love had another feature. Uh, the 070 Shake one was definitely better, but all good. Uh, and then you get Bush It Down. Banger. <laughs> <laughs> Bang. And then Finn, the final song. It's overall really just a fucking awesome album. And for me, for me to come out and just say that, like, this is like the best debut album I've ever heard with in this style. Yeah. Uh, really, really fucking awesome. So shout out to Ray for giving me, uh, well, giving us that, uh, because this will probably make my top 10 albums of the year. It is, it's really, wow. really fucking good. Um, my original score for it was an eight, but that's moving up to an 8.5 or a nine for the debut factor for the, for the debut factor. Yeah. Uh, because I, shit next year, shit. put next year, put out another one. I'm coming back like easy, easy dude. That This is like your biggest character. arc. I know. I, s- I started, I started out by saying, I hate British people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it could have been a 10, yeah. But it you could have been a 10. <laughs> yeah. And is is she black as well? No. <laughs> that was a general question. Yes. Okay, she is. that's what I thought. She's making sure. Oh my god. No, we're, we're not. <laughs> no, this is this is not going to be another T Pab moment. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not another T Pab okay. moment. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> yes, this was an album that I thoroughly enjoyed as well. Um, I will say in the beginning, I was definitely like a little shaky because introduction was cool. Obviously that was like a really cool way of like literally introducing the album, especially with like, you know, actually like, you know, with the the guy kind of like announcing her name and like all that. But then we got the Oscar winning tears and like, she's just doing this like really built up storytelling thing of what to expect on the album. I thought that was the corniest fucking shit on the whole. Yeah, because yeah. that's what, when you were saying the whole like the, this British thing. I was just like, <laughs> it's the theatrics. I, of I it. said it wrong. Is really what it was. <laughs> it Dude, was definitely. Be careful, man. The internet's gonna show, take it. She was in show choir. <laughs> she was. Yeah, she was definitely. Yeah, in show no, choir. that's that's theater. That's core. a fa- and that's, that's yeah, and that's why yeah. I was like, is this gonna be a theater core fucking album? I'm literally Thank gonna God it wasn't. I know, right? Because it really wasn't. Because following that on a uh, hard out here, definitely already just switched it up immediately, and uh, everything after that just had that perfect blend of like house and pop blues and hip-hop r&b it's exactly what i i was kind of like hoping for to hear with the style of music uh she dives into some deep themes here on as well with addiction insecurity body dysmorphia sexual assault you know she's going through the deep themes here she's got some good features with 070 shake as mentioned before on uh escapism and then mahala who again i'm i didn't know either prior but like five-star hotels is a pretty banging track um, other ones on here that I enjoyed as well were uh, Black Mascara, Flip a Switch, Body Dysmorphia, and Worth It, to name a few. Uh, but yeah, for a debut album, and also, like, I, I believe I read correctly, too, that, like, she was actually held back from releasing this album from her old label because they just wouldn't let her release it or something huh. like that. I, it's it's so good. I know, I know, but you know labels yeah. and how they can be fucky. So, like, yeah. I, I guess this was, like, done, like, a while ago, and, yeah, she just never got to release it until this year so i'm glad it's released definitely worth it uh it's an 8 out of 10 for me and uh definitely something that you got to check out because hey if trent likes this (laughs) then someone out there is also gonna like this too because whoever else is on my wavelength i got you (laughs) he's got you (laughs) he's got you easy but uh yeah great album uh sebastian 
I'm going to start off. This is excellent. This has excellent production. I love the contracts between the explosive songs such as Escapism and uh, <laughs> the stripped back songs, uh, no pun intended, such as Busted Down, which is probably the closest thing we'll ever get to like WAP Unplugged. Uh, <laughs> to like, I think we'll ever get. Um, that song was just so raunchy and just so sexually charged, but at the same time, classical and like almost theater core-ish. And I'm like, you know what? I accept this wholeheartedly. Thank you. This could have been Glee really quick, but it was not. Um, Thank God. But yeah, there is by far just... Oh, there is also, I will say, one of the most annoying fucking samples I think I've heard all year. I think they're, like, sampling that TikTok sound, that M to the B, M, M to the B, with uh, oh. environmental anxiety, which I love the themes of the track, but God, I fucking hate the sample in it. I, I don't know if that is for sure what it is. Yeah, but it was super annoying, and it played the whole time. It's almost like the triangle, and yeah, once you notice it, you don't <laughs> not notice it every time. And it is super annoying, and I really just disliked it. But like I said, the heart was there, um, and the sentiment was there. Just, just not the instrumentals for that song. <clears throat> the vocals are pretty good i like you know whether she's going into a rap like staccato on the first tracks or a more melodic approach such as like body dysmorphia she has a lot of good range and good moments as well throughout this album i mean if this is a fucking debut sky's the limit from here honestly and uh it's yeah i really like it um there are a lot of good songs on here uh i I will say the first couple of tracks like with oscar and everything like that i just it, that was a little bit corny, but at the same time, it's a first album. You know, there's still some kinks in the way and stuff. And you know what? They were just proud of it, and they wanted to kind of, like, live in it. It wasn't like a Lucas Graham moment where he was, like, shouting out himself in a crowd, which that will probably never happen in real life. Um, it, this is a little bit more, like, genuine, I would say. But, yeah, I would say just the biggest thing, it just needs a little bit more of an identity. Uh, just Ray, I would say, as an artist. Um, she has a great voice. I think she has great charisma. I would just like to see a little bit more of like a wow factor to make her like more of a like predominant artist that I just wouldn't get from anyone else. So yeah, overall, uh, this is a good uh, pop album if you enjoy just a lot of like Brit pop and like FKA Twigs. You'll probably enjoy this. Uh, eight out of ten. Hell yeah. Unless you're me, because I didn't like FKA Twigs. Which oh, uh, well okay now, now you lost us all no. okay yeah. <laughs> um, and we're back and we're back uh but all right moving along we got a new album here from Caroline Polachek Desire I want to turn into you Sebastian start us off hell yeah uh great production you know it's a good theme this week at least the production's all there we don't got any super like off shit kind of it really was a good yeah. week for production yeah, yeah there wasn't any like super glaring issues i would say um the drums i i guess can sound a little bit tinny in songs such as pretty as possible but it wasn't like such a huge thing that made me like hate it or anything like that i was just like oh well maybe i'm gonna turn up that bass a little bit more in my mixer uh i would say the going on the bass it is pretty nice adding some much needed low boost to like the light fluffy sound that you would get from carolyn with like her like really high head voice kind of runs and everything like that. The instrumentation is pretty nice, especially in like Butterfly, uh, Butterfly Night, I should say. It has some cool bits of like unorthodox percussion in there with like all these different kind of like bells and like, you know, cattle bells, I guess you can say that are like kind of being played. 
Uh, Blood and Butter has this, like, I think it's a synth bagpipe, uh, I think, and I thought it worked super well on our song Fly to You has a cool little drum and bass fill that was super nice as an addition. Uh, vocals, as I said before, she has this really nice and, like, light, effortless head voice that just... It's not shrill. It's just super well-rounded. It's super just... It's warm, honestly. Uh, it's very nice to hear. It's almost like a siren calling me as a sailor to, like, crash into a rock that she's on. Um, it's super nice, though. I really like it. Uh, just truthfully beautiful throughout. Some really good songs. Uh, Welcome to My Island is definitely a great starter to this, uh, especially when you look at, like, the album cover, and it's, like, your first thing you see, like, she's on a subway reaching out towards sand on the ground, you know? It's like, okay, so she's going on an island, like, her escapism, her uh, mind palace, if you will. And uh, you got also got Crude Drawing of an Angel. I thought that had a really cool little chorus on there. Uh, Fly to You, as I mentioned before. Blood and Butter, of course. Uh, Billions, I thought, was a great ending and kind of like a return to reality after being on this like lush holiday that she brought us on. Uh, if anything bad, I should say, I guess, would just... You know, it's some of the songs did tend to blend. I know that is kind of a common criticism I will have sometimes with albums, but... If I wasn't, like, clamoring for every track, I will mention that. Is You know, I, I just don't remember some of them clearly as well as others. And I just listened to this, like, on Valentine's Day, so it wasn't that long ago. Because um, that's when it came out. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, overall, definitely looking forward to more music from her. Uh, I definitely want to check out her last album, because uh, I know that one came out recently, too. 2019, actually. Yeah. yeah. That was a good, that's a good debut, too, for her. Yeah, I'll check that one out and definitely looking forward to more from her. Uh, this one's going to be another 8 out of 10. Hell yeah. Uh, Trent, take it away. Um, I don't have too much to say. Uh, I gave it a Music Corner 7. I thought it was good. Uh, that's really about it. It's not really something that I remember too well. Because I, I took one. No, no, I had two listens of it. Um, and I just couldn't really find things to pick out from it that were like good or bad so just gave it a straight seven pretty good but like, you said the debut was good though, though. yeah 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 but yeah. i was gonna say too like you know our pop can definitely be like you know hit or miss i'm sure too, yes. in general so like that's that's fair i totally get it for yeah sure. hey you liked ray we gotta win here okay. yeah we, 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 we get one dub per episode <laughs> <laughs> we get one dub from Trent per episode but yeah overall Pretty good. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, this isn't her, like, a, technically her first ever album, but under the name, um, well, I mean, second album, actually, but under her name as Caroline Polachek, her real name, uh, this is her second album with her first, under her name being Pang from 2019, which was a really good album. That does have, like, her biggest song to date, uh, So Hot You're Hurting My Feelings. Uh, it's got Ocean of Tears, yeah. Uh, Door, Door was another big one on that album. That's like a really like beautifully done song. Um, probably like one of my favorite like over five minute types of songs. Just how beautiful her vocals are in general, and just like the production and like you know synth and that whole thing is just ah oh, amazing. But uh, on this one, uh, she's just kind of like getting better and better, you know. In terms of consistency, I do think that this is uh, her best album to date for sure. Uh, starting out with like you know the opening to the album, "Welcome to My Island," is a really you know kind of like as you were putting it, Sebastian, like a really good, perfect way of opening up to this album. This is what you're going to be getting into with her. 
welcome to her island kind of thing. And even as mentioned too, in the album cover, it's kind of like she has entered her island getting off like the subway into the sand and, you know, once again, entering her island. Um, what I really liked about uh, Pretty Impossible is that it had this very like 90s alternative sound to it, much like Alanis Morissette, you know? It's exactly what it reminded me of. And like just with her yep. vocals, it's like, oh, this is perfect, you know? Because Caroline has range, okay? And that's with a capital R. The woman can sing. And it's just baffling that she's not as like, you know, popular or even like out there as she should be. I mean, don't get me wrong, she did open for Dua Lipa uh, last year on the Future Nostalgia Tour, but it's like, nah, man, there should have been like a whole headliner for Caroline. Apparently when she also played, um, I had a friend who went to the uh, off-date headliner show that Caroline played at the House of Blues and there was not a lot of people there at all. And she played the main room. She didn't play the Cambridge room. She played the main room. Nobody was there, really, she said. Like, it was like a really small crowd, which is like, do you all even know? Do you even know who this is? Like, come on. But uh, getting back to the album, Bunny as a Rider, I know it was like one of the first singles on this album. But like, listen to it now in context with it. It sounds even better than before. I like love how catchy and re- I love how catchy and shockingly, I love how repetitive that the song is because it just like really suits her a lot you know with the style uh sunset then is probably my favorite song that she has released to date best song on this album as well too just like with this whole like uh what do you call it what kind of style of music is it i would say definitely more like the art pop kind of thing regardless yeah yeah. well there's like it's a very specific one and like even like fantano said it in this thing but i forgot the name of like this exact style music and i can't seem to see it anywhere and how any like what song in particular a uh, sunset that was the one that i like had like the like the acoustic like guitar thing it it sounded very uh how do i put it it just i don't know it sounded very like you know out there i guess i don't know yeah it just regardless whatever it really suits this is like the epitome of it suiting uh caroline's vocals like if we had a whole album of what sunset sounded like it would just be perfect like i could that would i would definitely enjoy something like that that would be awesome and i almost thought that we were going to get a lot of that on this album and like that was like one of the things i was a little disappointed about is that we didn't really get a lot of that but nevertheless it still sounded pretty cool um then we had a uh, crew drawn of an angel which i didn't really like, fully care for it was a nice slowerish song which is fine um i believe was another one that like i really did enjoy though as well as uh, blood and butter butterfly net and billions of course um there was definitely some slower parts into there like i think um it was hope drunk ever asking was definitely like one of the slower ones as well as smoke if i recall correctly i did not really fully care for the grimes and ditto featured song fly to you it did I, I thought it was a cool blend it could have been a little bit, it could have panned out better i would I did say too, yeah, yeah. could have panned out a little bit better but it, i mean it was cool to have them on the track and apparently this is like the first like actual caroline song that's not a remix that has a feature on there in general oh, so i was like interesting yeah. that's cool um, but yeah, overall, while there was some slower moments on here that I didn't care for and just like, you know, that feature wasn't really too hot about, there's definitely some really good moments on this album and Caroline just keeps proving more and more that she's really got it here in the music industry and that she has just such a great range in vocal technique and like artsy style, the alternative pop style, whatever you want to call it. It's great. She does it really well. It's an eight out of 10 for me. Go off Caroline. Definitely check her out on her tour coming up. But all right, we're on to the final album of the day. Final album. Woo! 
and it's by none other than Paramore. This is why. Wow. And who would have thought we would be living in a time where we get to review a Paramore album on the podcast? Yep. Amazing. It's amazing. Um, we did review uh, Haley's album, the solo album that came out in uh, 2020, the Pedals for Armor album, right? Or we did both of them and Flowers for Vases, too. That was 2021. Flowers for Vases. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I yeah, thought yeah. you said we only reviewed one of them. Oh, no, no, no. My like, bad, my I was bad. just saying in general that we reviewed like her solo album. But, yeah, we did also do her Flowers for, to vase, for Vases, whatever that one was, um, which were both really good solo albums. I liked both. I liked how chill – uh, her second one was, and then just like how like alternative, uh, that main one was. Uh, pedal, I think it's Petals for Flowers or something like that. Honestly, I don't know. It, it regardless, great album. Uh, but yeah, Paramore is back, and you know they are better than ever. Honestly, like coming off of their After Laughter album in uh, 2017, which. I mean, I liked. I don't think it's my favorite still. You know, even when like after we did our little episode on their the tier rankings, I would still put it pretty low just because it's like nothing all that memorable at a certain point of the album. But you know, you can never go wrong with like hard times. And then, uh, what was that second song off the album that I really like? Uh, something like a uh, rose colored boy. Yeah, I really like that song a lot too. Um, but no, this album. I mean, the singles leading up to it, I was fairly impressed with the title track. This is why awesome uh the news i remember the first listen i wasn't really too hot about it but like it even eventually grew on me um but then we were just about to get like more songs that like you know i i at least had not heard yet i know there was a couple others that released as singles but i kind of just skipped them and like waited for the album running out of time is like it got one of the catchiest choruses oh, yeah. like from paramore that i've ever heard honestly it is so fun so groovy definitely fits their style uh i'm was it say yes to me uh say como sa say como sa yeah that one was a really good song too. follow to follow up of running out of time um then you had like you know big man little dignity you first i mean just like this really nice blend of just like indie alternative rock you know a little new wave mix in there uh what do you call it a, a little dance punky sure i mean this is why it definitely has that dance punk mm-hmm. vibe to it uh the only one i really didn't care for at all was liar which was the slower track on the album and it's not to say that they make like you know bad slow songs or like i'm just not a fan of them but like and eh, this one in particular it didn't really hit i mean like i love uh only exception so it's like i know they make good slow songs but that just didn't hit well but nevertheless uh crave and thick skull definitely ended the album really well too and yeah i mean overall this was a really really good paramore album very shocked at how good it sounded considering it's been quite a long time since we got a last album from them and usually when bands do make this sort of comeback it doesn't seem like it's always the best yeah. comeback you know i mean like I, I, a little bias here but uh wasn't really a fan of the tool comeback album oh god no i that mean, talk sorry, about Trent. So. <laughs> no, that 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 hurt me. That hurt me a lot. I I yeah, it wasn't a big fan. That was longer. That was longer. I mean, imagine if we got like a System of a Down album now too. I don't know how that would even roll no. over. Um, but, <laughs> unless know. it's under an hour, um, I'm right. kind of scared. Exactly. So at least Paramore has proven that it doesn't matter how long it's been that you could still release a good album despite like five plus years of inactivity and. Just going to leave it in a nice 8 out of 10 once again. Back to back to back. 8 out of 10s for me in the second half. Uh, Yeah. Sebastian. This is a super groovy album. And uh, 
yeah, I really like the fact that they're leaning more into that. I, I know everybody's going to make this comparison. I get it. The block party sound, you know, that kind of like alt dance punk kind of thing. Um, I just, I like the fact that they're leaning more into it. But this time, I feel like it has a lot, ma- a lot more of a mature edge to it. Uh, the production, it just goes low-key on songs such as Liar, and it goes all the way to, like, super fucking hard-hitting on, like, you know, almost like a full-out party on uh, Say Como Sa. And then uh really absolutely like the start of the album and the end of the album. Uh, obviously, y'all know that <laughs> this is why it was in my top ten songs of the year last year. So y'all kind of knew going into this I was going to fucking enjoy it. Uh, and I felt like they did expand upon that sound just every little single, every single song on the album. Um, I love the themes of trying to be above all the mass pandemonium that we see in this, in society, uh, decade after decade. And just kind of, you know, (laughs) trying to keep your head above all this water. That's just always ever surrounding us. Um, yeah, it's just by far, I just think it's the best the band has sounded in a fucking long time. Um, and if I were to rank this, uh, you know what? I'll get to that. Um, (laughs) vocal wise, Haley, uh, people are kind of complaining she's not like going as hard as she would in Riot, but guys, if she went as hard as she did in Riot, that would be kind of just not really good for her. Um, that would just show a lot more immaturity, if anything else. So I, I think just the kind of like held back aggression that we feel in her voice in this is a lot better, at least in my opinion. Um, I I still think you get a lot of these powered vocals, especially on the first track. And the last track, even running out of time too, you still get those signature Haley William belts that you would hear on stuff like Brand New Eyes and Riot. So don't worry, they're not gone. They're still there. They just got a little bit more around them. A little bit more um, mature too, and yeah, you know. Uh, most of the time, I just I really like the contrast, man. Her soft head voice passage in Liar, it's so beautiful. It honestly reminds me of Flowers for Vases, Haley, so much more than like a Paramore song. Um, and I like that a lot because I really enjoyed that album. I really like just the stripped back nature of it, just how warm it is. It almost feels like, you know, a mom tucking you in at night. That's just kind of how I felt listening to it. Cause I just had my headphones on just sitting very, very well put. Um, yeah, honestly, there's no fucking skips at all. Um, don't, there's like no room to breathe and there's no skips. Like it, this album is a constant ride and it gives good peaks valleys and it just it takes you for a great ass ride uh honestly don't go and don't go expecting like anything that is pre uh self-titled honestly uh, if you're expecting another like big punk basher you might get a little bit of that with the news but that's the most you're probably gonna get um I mean, I guess you can say Thick Skull is close to, like, Brand New Eyes. Um, but that's really it. Uh, overall, I mean, I think this is by far my favorite Paramore album. That, oh, wow. uh I mean, this and Brand New Eyes, like, it just depends on the day whether or not which one I like more. But that's a lot. I mean, Brand New Eyes is a huge formative album for me. And this one, going into, you know, my mid-20s almost, I just... It, it gave me some brand new eyes and brand new perspectives on just music and artists and just evolution through music as well. I, I love it a lot. Um, I'm just glad to have stuck around to see 
this level of maturity and just to see this band just keep blossoming after every album and just, you know, learning how to adapt with the times and just do their own thing with it and honestly have a good amount of fun with it. Uh, this is easily a 10 out of 10 for me. Definitely going to be in the top 10 this year unless I just become Oprah again, just give every album a 10 out of 10 like I did last year. Um, yeah, this is awesome. Fucking love it. Hell yeah. Trent? So if any of you know me, I'm not the biggest Paramore fan. <laughs> uh, I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the biggest. I have seen all the Twilight movies multiple times. So you are a big fan. Okay. <laughs> I do. I am a guy and I do like the Twilight movies. I mean, um, hey. yeah. So with this straight up gave it a music corner seven. Uh, I don't know where I'd put it on my big list that we did a while ago. It'd probably be right in the middle. Um, I can see how, like, what you said, people are saying, like, oh, like, it's not, you know, like, her voice on Riot and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I totally agree. But you it's can't, not good. But you can't, like, expect Riot days Ex- on anything. And I think, I think that's what people mean, like, oh, it's coming, Paramore's coming back. You're not going to get another Riot. L- literally. Yeah. You think they're just going to go from After Laughter to Riot just because, like, oh, yeah, like, you know, it'd yeah, be cool. Just, they've never really chased trends to begin with, though. They're, no, they really haven't. So yeah. it's like, come on now. It, it's 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 crazy that people think that. It's like any band coming back, though. They're right, like, right. Be like, oh, my God, they're going to make this again. No, they're not. Well, Tool did remake their stuff, but just did it really well. <laughs> it was I, Diet Tool. They watered it down. Come on, it is, it, it is not as good as like, you know, Ten Thousand Days or or Enema, Schism Alone. Come on, come on. Yeah, that is one of the most hypocritical things I've ever heard. <laughs> because we just talked, we just talked about Riot. Well, no, I'm not That's, saying that. I, okay, well, no, we just we didn't say that it sounds exactly like it, but I'm saying like. It doesn't. It, it's like those songs that they were doing. Truly, the I think I even said this on the thing. The um, Fear Anaclium sounds like Ten Thousand Days watered down. So instead of like reinventing. Uh, yeah, song, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They, they watered it water. down heavily, so yeah. it's like I can't enjoy a watered down thing here because it's like you already did this, but now you're doing a weaker version of it. Paramore. Oh. Can they reinvented their sound after Riot? You know they didn't even sound like Fridays, and after after laughter, like they have done it again and again. (laughs) So you know that's that. I get it. I get it. Um, but yeah, it it's an album for me. It is. Uh, I will say, it's a good thing they're back. You know, a lot of people enjoy it, and good for them. Uh, I am not one of them. (laughs) I hey. It's seven. It's still good. It is stay. Seven is good. It's still good. It's seven is still good. All right. Well, uh, that's gonna do it for the new albums this week. But uh, album recommendations coming in your face right here, right now. I got one. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. So uh, we have one by uh, a little band called Sewin. Um, we we did listen to their uh, Imperial album uh, back in twenty twenty. Yes, yeah, we that did. sounds right. Yeah, or twenty twenty one maybe. Even, one yeah. Of the, one of those two years. Yeah. Oh, it was twenty twenty one. Which I absolutely fucking loved it. Uh, they, yeah, they're they're a super group, uh, but they're fucking great. They did a compilation of uh, like orchestral versions of their songs, which I think is really fucking cool. 
to hear like the orchestral version of Monarch and Illusion, Lucidity, Savia, and Lotus, some of my favorite of their songs. Uh, and I think it's really cool. And if you like uh, their sound, that progressive uh, type of sound, I absolutely recommend listening to the instrumental orchestral versions of the songs because they fucking slap. It came out last year. It came out November of last year. So, all right, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, I remember last year I was gonna say something about it, but I was like, oh fuck, it's just instrumentals. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, because right. I was like, they came out with a new album. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, that sounds cool though. For sure. It's really, really dope. Definitely. I'm gonna do uh, an Arctic Monkeys album. Uh, favorite worst nightmare. Oh shit. Okay. I would. I've never expected you to. Dude, enjoy an album. I like their early stuff, and I'd, I'm picking up on that really quick now because I loved whatever people say I am. That's what I'm not. Yeah. Uh, and then I went along with favorite worst nightmare because I kind of heard that it's kind of a similar style, you yeah. know. Yeah. And it is like the garage rock, you know, genre, which I'm not really like a fan of at all. <laughs> but I mean. I don't know what the fuck it is with them, but Arctic Monkeys does it really fucking well. Like, so well that I'm like, okay, I'm, like, saving this entire album, I guess. Um, yeah, if you just like that style of, like, alternative, like, Rod Rocky kind of thing. Because instrumentally, it goes hard. It does go really hard. And then, like, his vocals haven't really, like, changed. It still sounds like those, like, Rod Rock kind of, like, not echoey, but, like, very... Uh, how, how how do you describe the vocals like the sound of it it's alex like, turner <laughs> sure alex yeah, yeah. there you go so he, he, alex he, Tur- i was gonna say something but i don't know arctic monkeys okay, right well, you don't He's, know them at all yeah, we had the one album last year and then oh the car is not a good example it's not it's no because it sounds nothing like cars um but yeah i haven't even listened to am Oh, okay. okay. It's, it's overrated. Okay. It's overrated. overrated. It's very overrated. A couple good songs. People have shirts of that one and then that one Joy Division album, and I always get them mixed up. I always love there's like oh, this meme. There was a meme I saw like a long time ago, but like it was like on Facebook and it was like this like group of like girls wearing like black like leather jackets and like, you know, jeans and they're like, Oh yeah, I love metal music like the Arctic monkeys. <laughs> I'm like, this is so stupid. What the fuck? <laughs> but I digress. This album though, definitely worth checking out. Favorite worst nightmare, Arctic Monkeys. Did do it. If, if it's coming from me with a garage rock album, it's it's good, trust me. Uh but Sebastian. Uh, Cochise, the inspection. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, this one is actually by a band that I found out through TikTok of all things. Uh, they're called Venom Prison, and they had an album last year called Airboss. Airboss? I don't know. It's uh, it's got a bunch of people on top of each other. One's you know hushing the other one, and it's just dead bodies. It's cool. Um, you know, it's metal. There's uh bits of like slam in there, uh, actual slam. I tend to get beat down slam mixed up quite a bit for <laughs> no reason. But there is also beat down on this album too, uh, with the song Judges of the Underworld. That's like their most popular song on TikTok, and that one has this kind of like little cool like melodic flourish, and then like at the end it gives you this like really hard like beat down like dun 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 dun, you know, kind of sound. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, if you like your if you want to get into some more female fronted metal bands and you want to give some metal ladies some love check out venom prison uh honestly they keep getting better and better this is definitely their best album thus far at least in my opinion it just has the best mixing the best performances and actually if they keep this up and just keep getting better and better 
honestly, man, they might get as good as like, you know, they might be as favorable to me as like a spirit box. I, at least I hope. Um, yeah, overall, check out Airbus by Venom Prison. Hell yeah. Good solid band, too. I do like me some Venom Prison. But all right, there you have it. It's been the episode. Uh, Trent and Sebastian, as always, thank you for joining. Yee yeah, yee. Yeah. And we will see you guys in the next episode. This has been a Music Corner of Rusted Weights, and we are silent.